What is good, y'all? You're tuning in to another episode of Dope Girl Dialect. It's your girl, Samantha Shade. And it's Jodeci, not the group. Hey, and we're holding it down for um, Yans the Goddess. I was about to call her her Twitter name. <laughs> I'm be like, yeah, Dope Brooklyn. Like, nope. <laughs> you said, nope, don't plug her. <laughs> <laughs> don't plug her. Um, yeah, we're holding yeah, it down. Yeah, not here. Uh, for real. Uh, we're holding it down for Yans the Goddess. Shout out to her. Get into that money, you know what I mean. Hey. Uh, today we have someone that I've been following since I came out to NY for a long time now. Her name is June. Hey guys, what's up? Hello, welcome to the Double Girl Dialect Thank Podcast. You. Thank you for having me. Thanks for um, coming. The okay. rain, the humid. Yeah, it's it weird weather. Like a safari rainforest outside. <laughs> yeah. It is. Um, let everyone know a little bit about yourself. Um, you have an agency called um, Brown to Perfection, but I'm going to let you do your own intro. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, so I'm owner and founder of Brown to Perfection Agency. It's a marketing and events agency. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we do is um, take what's already great about you and help you pretty much maximize that potential um to the masses so it's all about becoming the best version of yourself uh we work with artists brands uh web series personalities you name it it's not really about the what it's about um can we basically you know bring your vision to life uh we also curate events niche events in the city of new york city um atlanta philadelphia and dc um west coast we'll see you soon too but not yet um but yeah that's basically what we do um so it's a lot of marketing a lot of strategy and a lot of event production Ooh, Ooh, yeah. yeah what sparked that interest um so i've always been involved in music and arts and just been creative like my whole life. I know people say that, but I've literally been singing in front of people since I was three and a half. Because uh, my grandfather's a pastor. So, yes. you know, he put Good you right words, to work. You know? Yeah. So um, I always was, you know, kept doing music and singing and stuff growing up. And then uh, high school, performing arts high school. <laughs> then, like, yeah, clearly, I was not letting up. I started songwriting in high school too with some of my um, industry mentors, kind of like let me know that you know the songs I was writing weren't just songs I was writing they were actually good so that became a thing and then for college I went to five towns in Long Island and I went at first for a vocal performance and my minor was um music business because they had like a dual course like that yeah, why not and so right so I'm like okay this right. is great right I'm still singing two-stepping and then <laughs> <laughs> like first semester I was like mm, how many more vocal classes are you going to take, Janae? I was like, how many times have you been looking at and reading these same scales, these same notes, like, <laughs> for mad years? So I was just like, I don't need to pay people to teach me how to sing. Yeah, I was like, that. if I want to be singing, like, I can go do that whenever with whatever. So I kept a couple of, like, you know, vocal courses as electives. But I was just like, hmm, I'm really feeling this business stuff. Like, yeah. I'm learning a lot. Like, this is dope. Stretching so, your money. Yeah. So then I fell in love with the business side. Like, really fell in love with it. Um... I spent the rest of my college career, like every summer I was interning somewhere, whether it was like a a marketing and branding company. I don't really even remember how I figured out that marketing was my thing because I took um, 
I didn't take music marketing specifically until like the latter half of college. That was like one of my last courses, but that kind of was like solidifying it. Like, yeah, yeah this is it. your thing. Mm-hmm. Like you good at this. So like, okay. <laughs> and I just, I just did a lot of like event planning in school, like junior year. I think mostly everybody or whoever's smart, you kind of start to get serious about yeah. like, okay, I only got a couple more minutes in here. What I'm going to do. Yeah. So I, I threw this big barbecue the end of my sophomore year. Oh, yeah. My heart and um, we had mad crazy stuff. Like we yeah, had hungry like, ass. <laughs> and that was the popping part, too, because I had a real menu. My school wasn't known for having the best food, but I spoke to like the chefs. And so we had ribs, fried chicken, mac and cheese. Oh, like I was like, I'm not ribs. playing like some, some Kool-Aid. Like I was like, listen, we want real food. So mm-hmm. y'all going to give us real food or are we oh going to cater? God. And so... <laughs> We figured it out. Cheese. I only had like a mechanical bowl bouncy. I was like, it was just crazy. Like performances. It was just really fun. But for me, I was just having fun. I just wanted a barbecue. And so I was like, okay, so I'm going to make what ha- what I want to happen happen. That's mm-hmm. the type of person I am. And my dean of students after that was just like, hey, so you want to be like president of um, student activities? And I was like, what? You like, know, why, why not? Like, I'm like the turn up person in the school. Like, why are you going to ask me to do that? Right. He's like, that's exactly why I'm asking <laughs> you to do that. And so I was like, okay, fine. So I was like president of student government. It just all. So I put on like 66 events per semester. That's crazy because my school only has like a thousand students in it total. And that's including like even the old random people and whatever. Damn, so 66. Yeah. So that meant like everybody who wanted to do something, I made sure it happened. So if it was four people and they like to play chess and they wanted to have a chess event, I made sure that mm-hmm. they yeah, got it done. And you know what I mean? So yeah and then that's when i found out i knew how to throw events and i like doing that and so then once i left school well before i was school i interned i feel like it's such a long story every no, time i tell no. it i was interning at sony music um with rca records and after that or during that time period you know summer was coming getting ready to graduate i broke my ankle that was not fun three weeks before graduation and so i'm like my life is over while wow, i was interning to hopefully get a job now i gotta stop interning they had already asked me to come back for the summer i'm like wow i'm a loser you want to break in i'm like how but i was really yelling at my foot probably one day i'm like seriously i'm like now you're gonna look mad busting and stupid walking across the stage like everybody knows who you are and you really gonna be on crutches but I, I still looked cute, and I crutched across the stage. Yes. yes, I did after three weeks of bed rest. And then I um I spoke to my supervisor at Sony, and he was like, oh, damn, that sucks. I was like, yeah. He was like, okay, well, I mean, how long are you going to be in the cast? And I told him, he was like, okay, well, just come back whenever you, you know, whenever you got a foot. Like, just come through. I was like, okay. Isn't that so I'm hype. I'm thing, hype. Right? Yeah, like, you really – and at that time, you really think, like – Especially, I mean, it's still hard to get, like, a job now, but, like, back at that particular time, too, it was just, like, nobody was getting jobs in their field. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I was, like, I I really have been, like, putting in work, building up my resume, making contacts. You know, I had a plan if I didn't, but I was, like, okay, these people are letting you come, and I'll be working for free, but I can still be in the building. I said, like, that is, like that's all I that's all I need like just let me be in the building and so then I went back and interned during the summer and they didn't have any openings but I um they started like I had made 
I don't even know how. I think I had asked my supervisor to intro me to the cool HR person. Yeah. And so he did. And so, you know, I became cool with him, made sure he was good. Hey, what's up? How you doing? Pop yeah. in. You know, you just, you got to make, build relationships with people. And so he was like, oh, well, you graduated, right? I'm like, yeah. He started sending me on interviews. And then the right one <laughs> ended up being at Columbia Records. And so I was at Columbia. Yeah. That was an amazing experience. Uh, I couldn't have asked for a better first gig. Mm-hmm because I learned so much there. And then after there, I transitioned into RCA Records, another amazing opportunity in urban marketing. And um, the only thing was, though, that I'm a really creative person. So transitioning from Columbia to RCA, there's two different company cultures, and urban period is just different. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a lot all the time, (laughs) which is dope. But it was hard for me to sit at a desk every day and it's I didn't know what it was at first that was bothering me but it started to wear down I'm the type of person if I'm unhappy it's gonna show yeah I'll do I'll do my work but it's gonna be very bare minimum like you know yeah I'm here for my chat yeah (laughs) and so I'm like super passionate though so it was like I realized like when I was putting together the artist listening events or like the album release parties and stuff like that I was skipping around boom 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 going asking (laughs) people for money like it was great but like a lot of it started to become in my position. It was like, you know, internal changes happen yeah. and you got to take on other work with kind of short staff. And it just became a lot of like mundane work. So not mm-hmm. the fun stuff that they hired me for. And so then moving on from RCA, I kind of took a moment to pause and was just like, OK, so you can go to another music company. Cool. I had a bunch of friends like putting my name in a hat for stuff. It's like, uh, and you once you're in that mode of like industry, you feel like you can't stop. Like you, when you take a second to breathe, you feel like you're like failing. I'm falling into a black hole, mm-hmm. abyss. Of Do you feel like during that time you had a second to breathe or no? It's just I didn't feel work. like it at first until I had a conversation with my mom, and she was like, um, you know, you've been going since like technically high school but she was like definitely college you did four years in college she's like you interned every single summer in college she was like you got you you didn't even you graduated you she's like the most break you've taken was when you had to because your foot was broken how dare you she was like right and so she was like you know if you want to take a second to think and breathe and she's like honestly relax she was like you've had two jobs in this industry already. two she was like if you want to relax that's two more than she a was lot like, of folk and as she that's said right. she was like so if you want to relax she was like take a breather you don't have no kids you don't have a mortgage she was like i'm telling you amen you can just relax <laughs> and i was like i'm me crying because i'm such a baby I'm like, are you sure she's like yes please breathe and i was like okay and so then i kind of just was like hmm all right so it's chilling I at that point, I was already throwing parties with um, Kim, Kim mm-hmm. Chanel, my partner in Shout crime. Shout out to Kim. Shout out to Kimmy. And so we were already throwing events. So I was chilling. I, um, yeah, I was just cooling and just figuring out what I wanted. And Brown to Affection was something that while I was at labels, but I had thought about, but I thought it was going to be like a blog or something. <laughs> it's, be, it's funny to say now. I thought gonna, I was mad convinced that it was going to be a blog. I had it mapped out, like the website tabs. It was going to be great, y'all. And then there was going to be other aspects to it. Um, it was always about, you know, music, creativity, wellness, being like a, a industry tip kind of platform, mm-hmm. like a 
just giving advice to people on how to market, how to get, you know, get a job, how to like build a business. Like it was always going to be that. Um, but then I was just like remembering all the invoices I used to process because labels outsource a lot of stuff. Yes, and I was like, some people used to be making so much money. And I just started doing some calculations. <laughs> and I was like, technically, you know what? They was making more money than me. And they didn't have to be in that chair every day. No. Nope. So I was like, okay, yeah. I'm like, you know what? I want to do exactly what I've been wanting to do. But I want to do it my way. I was like, I'm going to do all the fun stuff that I'm good at without... I mean, there's always going to be a little bit of mundane nonsense you got to deal with. But I was like, definitely not that much of it. I was like, yeah. So I was like, hmm, let's see what happens. And I never looked back. So (laughs) see them here. All those opportunities, I call them opportunities because they don't seem random anymore in the Mm -hmm. grand scheme when you really go back and count and clock and check off all the things you've done did already yeah you start to see how like they all kind of each thing brings you to the next thing Mm -hmm. like there's things that I did when I was like a project actually that I'm in the process of deal I'm in the process of closing um what the company wants me to do I literally started laughing I was like on a video call with the CEO and I started laughing because what he wants me to do I'm like oh snap I did that when I was 20 when I was interning for a brand management and marketing company like a startup and I was just laughing because it's like that I do that in my sleep you know what I'm saying and he's like he's like oh you know really like I really need somebody and he's like you know trying to sell sell it to me because he's like I need this help and I'm like oh okay how many times you want to do it? <laughs> we can do that a few times. And I'm just remembering, like, I always remember, like, where I gained certain skills from. And when you're doing things, even now, certain things I'm doing and I'm learning, cause I'm always learning. Like, I was telling somebody the other day, like, I'm trying to be learning till my last breath. Like, if somebody could spit a fact at me before I close my eyes, yes, cool. I right. like that. But it's, like, even little, all the little mundane things that you do to like get where you want to go or you're like damn I hate doing this or even if you're like I tell you if you're in a job that maybe is not you know exactly what you want to be doing your skill set that you're learning there or even a person you meet there or just you know it's always or maybe there's a moment that something clicks that wouldn't have clicked if you were in another space it's all leading you to like the ultimate purpose Mm -hmm. and I think and so I just always, it all comes back full circle. Yeah, so you good seeds, people. For real. Yeah. Well, that was an amazing intro. <laughs> Yo, she has so many gems in there. Right there. No, but it, it, it all goes back to our topic today, which is work-life balance. Oh, yeah. Um, being creatives, we can always find ourselves having this debate. I feel it's like a national debate of whether yeah. we should um, quit our jobs to 100% focus on whatever it is our craft is mm-hmm. or um being responsible air quote responsible adults <laughs> with maintaining a job and just pursuing hobbies but not you know or having people say that you know if you have a job um and you're not pursuing your hobby 100 percent, then you know you're not really serious about it uh, about what you want to do Hmm. per se that's such a hot take right. yeah so uh, we're gonna be talking about that mm-hmm. um i recently got promoted at my job yes. and a tweet went vi- viral 
randomly because I said that, you know, in my job interview, my new manager asked me, oh, I see you have a podcast. Like, what days do you need off for that? And a lot of people were retweeting my tweet and was like, where do you work at? Because my job (laughs) once gets mad when I tell them I have an internship or like if my schedule changes very slightly, Mm -hmm. it's like all hell is breaking loose. And now I'm unhireable. Like they don't want to give me hours and stuff. And that too, like (laughs) other like a lot of people were mentioning like, oh, like they don't even know that I do this. Or like if they heard my podcast, I'll get fired. Like (laughs) things like that. And I'm just like, what in the world? Like, and I'm at this place, you know, pending 27 because this is about to be here in a couple of weeks. Feeling like, okay, I'm actually in a position where I actually enjoy the company that I work at. I work at a, a, a hospitality group. Mm-hmm. With, um, and then I'm at a place where, you know, we're doing this podcast and I'm happy with the work that we're doing and how we're elevating and stuff like that. And I'm at a a place where I can pay my bills, yep. maintain and my current important. goals, right. you know, <laughs> maintain my current goals and also, you know, expand on those goals that I have with our podcast. You know what I mean? And I feel like a lot of people are in situations where they're just not happy at all and they can't get no work done. You know, they can't get any yeah. ideas out because out of due to frustration from wherever they're clocking in or the lack of clocking in because they can't afford to pursue their dreams yeah that's hard i think that um i think it's hard but not impossible Mm -hmm. i always tell people like you have to be realistic with yourself if you want i think i tweeted this one day too if you feel like you can work on your passion and do your nine to five do that if you think that you can't then prepare yourself Cause you still gotta yeah. be smart. You mm-hmm. don't want to be on the street, not eating. Like you know, prepare yourself. And because also, if you quit your job and you don't have the means to support your creative endeavor, or you don't have the means to live, you're gonna be stressed out, and then the creativity suffers. You mm-hmm. won't be able to focus on this endeavor. You'll be focusing on how to make ends meet. Um, so but there's ways I feel like you know there's a couple ways you can be at your job figure out how much it's going to take you to pursue what you want to pursue save that up and go you can scale back on your lifestyle it ain't for everybody but scale back on your lifestyle you may need to get a couple roommates or move move in with family or get rid of your car like there's ways Mm -hmm, and you also have to figure out if what you're doing is monetizable because if you're doing something that's not going to make you money and you just love it, then you might need to figure out how you're going to make some money, money because everything costs money. Yeah. So it's like, right. <laughs> at the end of the day, like not having money isn't an option unless you're just going to roam. The, even then, where are you going to eat? Like right. you, these yeah. leaves are not safe. You one need to, my, we don't live in the jungle. One like, of the main things that my mom and my dad always tell me is like, whatever it is that you do, make sure you fucking eat. Like yeah. my mom would be like, if you even if you down to your last five dollars, okay, that cell phone gonna be cut off, but at least you ate a motherfucking McChicken something. or something. Like Some you're water. not your stomach is not growling. Like you know what I mean. Like yeah. sustain your life first, and then like if I mean if you can't even maintain your physical body being present on this earth, how the hell you gonna maintain the idea? Sure. Right, and this is what I'm saying, and it's like I hate 
both sides that make it seem like the other side is impossible. Like right. I hate the side that says, oh, how you going to live? I can't live if I Clocking don't work. Da, 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 da. <laughs> and then there's the other side that be like, oh, you nine to five. I can't believe you. <laughs> it's like, come on, son. Like everything's not for everybody. Right. Like it's okay. But then I also don't like excuses. If you're not working a nine to five, there's no excuse to me as to why you're not doing everything, everything. humanly possible yeah. to make your dream come true. Some things cost money, but there's a lot of things that aren't, you know, purchasable. You being having that free time, you should be doing nothing but working on your craft. You should be nothing but shaking hands, getting into the stuff you get into and figuring out how to make your dream reality, figuring out how to make money off of your dream, mm -hmm. the, the money that you don't have. If you do work and you have a, a dream on the side, you should be able to, you know, you can't be saying like, that's the thing, too, because then there's people who work nine to five and they're like, oh, I, I can't. I can't, I can't invest in my dream. I can't do that because I got to go to work. I got to pay this. I got to pay that. I got to pay this. I got to pay that. I mean, that's fine. But one can say to you then, all right, you don't really want the dream enough. No. Right. Because, you know, we were just talking about, I was talking about Gary Vee earlier today. He's a big person who will say like, okay, you work your, your nine to five and whatever the case is from, I think he says like 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. You should be working on your, on your dream. Get your couple of hours of sleep, mm -hmm. get back up, go to work. Like, that's it. And you got to be that relentless because nothing is going to be handed to you. Absolutely nothing. And, like, there's people, I feel like sometimes people use a nine to five as a crutch. It's like, oh, I can't, I need my bills, my this, my that. And sometimes it's that, but sometimes it's also you being scared to make mm -hmm. a leap because it's always going to be one thing or another. And if, God forbid, you wake up tomorrow and you get fired, Okay. Yeah. What's the excuse now? Right. It's like a lot you, of time. Yeah, a lot, lot of a lot of time. <laughs> lot of and job. you know, they probably gonna cut you some unemployment. So what's the problem? You yeah. know, what's the problem what's now? The For the first year, you yeah, good. You good. And so it's like we have all these luxuries that we deal with. That's another thing. Like I think the because of social media, I think entrepreneurship has been painted as this like luxurious thing. Yeah. And all people see is like when people kind of get to a certain status, they see the PJs, they see the the vacation, they see all the wins. They see the, the, wait, they see all the wins, but they don't see like when you gotta skip maybe a meal or two. Nope. Another loss too with entrepreneurship is the use of like the GoFundMe pages. Like people who have an idea and then they automatically have a GoFundMe page and it's like, it's I need fifty thousand dollars for this. Um, um, if you if you support me, da da da, and it's just like, what are you doing though? Right? Yeah, Is there work behind. Yeah. There? yeah, and I had a conversation with somebody recently about a GoFundMe page, and I was just like, you know, people want to see. I said you could, but just know that. If you do a GoFundMe now prematurely, when you really need money for something later, you might not get it from people. Because right. people want to see you do something before they help. Yeah. Right. People don't want to help people who don't look like they're helping themselves. Mm -hmm. So it's like, listen, and is your is your idea well thought out? Like, I also encourage people, like, if you really think you want to be in an entrepreneur game, you definitely, it sounds corny, but you do need to watch a show like Shark Tank mm -hmm. because yeah. they'll ask the right questions and you need to be able to ask yourself them same questions. 
if you're asking somebody for money for an idea, how far have you gotten with the idea? How much money have you made with the idea? Or how much, everything's yeah. not about money. How many views have you gotten? How what many stage listens? In what stage the idea? Yeah, yeah. What, and is it a well thought out idea? Do you have it like all the way planned out? What's the goal? What's the, people What's a lot of times span, don't have, yeah. yeah, they don't have that. They just know that they want to look lit. And yeah. that's not really yeah. something I'm trying to invest in. <laughs> trying to be Instagram famous. <laughs> yeah. Right. Don't you like all my pictures? Another thing about <laughs> work-life balance is that people confuse. Like, they take the phrase work-life balance and automatically sp- split it 50-50. Like, the work and whatever you consider is your life, you know, outside of work. Yeah. They split the time 50-50. And I think when you think that way... um, It makes it difficult for you to actually see it in a practical sense. And I think people need to start thinking about work-life balance as a a way of like to integrate the two. So like if you don't want to work for somebody or you don't want to work for the man (laughs) or however they say, you don't want to, I I can't clock in. I can't, I don't know about that. I can't clock in for somebody else nine hours at the day. Like if you don't want to work for the man, how about you pursue a career that's linked to your hobby or your interests. Yeah. So that I don't think people think when you about when you enough. clock in. I don't either. You know, when you when you clock into work, <laughs> you know, it's not gaining, the worst thing yeah. in the world. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're like, gaining it's some type of skill to what you're doing. To what you're your doing, passion. what you're interested in. And then when I you clock that. out, you f- you have more energy and you're not feeling like your life force is taken from I you. I think people gotta find a percentage too that works for them because a fifty mm-hmm. fifty split may not be good. Mm-hmm. Like I'll tell you until my health physically forced me to sit down a lot. I put maybe about 80% into work mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. 20% back into myself. I think life, I think work life balance is like kind of a myth. Well, that's how I like to look at it. I it think is. it's only life. Mm-hmm. And I think if you really love what you do, then it's a part of your life. And yeah. so I think it should be. Or even if you don't love what you do, if you're working, you're working for something for a purpose. You're working to add to your life. So it's all one thing. Like everything is one thing. I don't know who told us at the beginning of time that everything was supposed to be all separate, but it's all one thing. The internet. And like, <laughs> I, I, I think it can't it's got to It's got to be. Because like. Um, I haven't read the book yet and I don't quote me, but I think it's Mark Zuckerberg's wife. Um, you know, shout out, you know, let me shut up. So um, <laughs> I start talking about our information, but I'm not going to go there. So, um, I think it's his wife and I haven't read the book, but the cover and the concept is pretty dope. And it's about, I think it's about like a work-life balance kind of thing. And it has all these different things that most people or, you know, you pretty much value. So it's like family, you know, career, uh, I think money and then like maybe like romance and then health or something mm-hmm. like that. And it's basically the concept is that you can have all these things. You just can't have them every day. And so I think to talk about work-life balance is that, okay, so you may be able to put in for career today, put in for family today and work out today, take care of your health today, right? That's a good day. Tomorrow, mm-hmm. it may be a little different. Tomorrow may be about romance, taking care of my bills and stuff. And that's it for that day. Yeah. And then the right. next day, yeah. okay, we mixing it up again. Health, career, and I'm going to sleep. Like, it's okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or have fun, vacation, whatever. But I think it's like 
we just make life so like black and white black and yeah. white we're so rigid like we we're not open to part from it yeah really because it's like nobody's journey is the same nobody's life is the same nobody's path to mm-hmm. success is the same and i think we hear these things so much it becomes like cliche you're just like whatever but it's true it's it so true. true and it's like what works for some for me may not work for you mm-hmm. i think i work more than most people like right now you know what i'm saying like i like to have fun i like to enjoy myself and i think i've programmed myself to know when okay yeah i'm actually not going to answer my phone i'm not going to take no calls i'm not going to take no texts i need to just focus on i just need to watch a movie right i need to eat and that's that (laughs) you know what i'm saying like i'll see y'all tomorrow like everything one thing i learned at columbia one of the first things you know my boss there taught me was he was like listen we don't work in the er thankfully he was like nobody's dying if you don't answer an email or he was like if it's urgent that urgent you'll know he was like you're you're not a slouch you're passionate about what you do you'll know he was like so don't ever let anybody make you feel like you can't have a life outside of here Mm -hmm. and I think the same thing goes for your work whether you're working for somebody at a company or if you're working for yourself or with your own passions it's like it's gonna be all right I think that could breathe a little bit that Just definitely needs to be taught to the people who are in positions of power at these workplaces because mm-hmm. yeah. You'll have a manager one place who's just like mad at you because you have to take off to see your grandma in, you know, the emergency room. Yeah. And then you have a one manager who's just like, girl, why you ain't use your PTO? Like, what's up? Legit. And I just feel like it should be more people like that who understand like, and especially if you're in something creative or anything entertainment related, it will absolutely suck the life out of you if you let it. It'll be all consuming. And they know themselves because I'm like, you know the bullshit you had to get to just to get there yeah right. and some so, people have a chip on their shoulder and they have this thing where they feel they like rub it on they you. gotta haze you a little bit like well what do you you know like oh no like i never got to blah 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 it's that weird kind of thing and so you gotta stand your ground for real mm-hmm. and if that means not um getting a gig or not being in a certain space then you know if it if it cost you your piece it's too expensive anyway right and so i just feel like listen get what you got to get and move on but don't let don't let nobody make you feel like you're chained to a literal chain like in a basement or something like no like you can do what you what you need to do like you have a life outside Mm -hmm. of whatever it is they think they paying you enough for because they're usually not even paying enough it'll be those people i had someone (laughs) i had someone respond to that tweet um, was like, are you sure they're not just trying to make you work less? It sounds like they're not trying to pay you. <laughs> I had to hit her. No, I was like, look. And the thing that nice picked, question. Right. Projecting. I was like, what? And then when I, I had to click on the thing because I'm like, this bitch definitely is from my hometown of Philly. I was like, I can't. Like, I really cannot. I would. I wanted to go ham, but then I realized I was like, let me just give her the facts. Somebody so I'm like, dropped her. I'm like, first of all, a bitch is working forty hours a week. I get two days off. I get paid pto vacation time health care 401k benefits and i'm like and i'm I, good i'm right. good i'm good and then she said okay i'm like i'm just letting you know don't okay like don't like why are you projecting 
Yeah. Your brokenness on me. Like, yeah, like people have that problem she got too. too many hours. Why are you worried about my pockets? Like, what, what do that got to do with? Like, I'm happy as fuck that I'm not stressed out about going into a workplace during the week and worrying about if they're going to be mad at me because I need these days off every week. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what in the world is wrong with people? Like, I was just, that was her instant response. And everyone, she was the only negative comment out of the whatever three uh 48k people that liked my tweet and ten thousand people that retweeted it she was the own that was yeah, the only was, negative projecting we gonna pray for sis yeah. right i'm just like girl and then i'm looking at the abby and she like some goth fake goth blah blah i'm like i know you don't work and i know you smoke weed butts all day like shut hey. up hey i mean hey <laughs> i do that now <laughs> Maybe she's, you know, she's just trying. But you know what? Maybe you were the push that she needed. Maybe she needed to know that it was possible. Because clearly, yeah. she, yeah. she couldn't she believe it. She ain't never been asked that Sis, question. Sis, if you're listening, um, I have love for you. You are embraced. We encourage you. Go out, do well in this world. And just you too life. will be able to have two days off, paid time off, 40 hours a week <laughs> health camp. Your job too. We'll see. You know what I mean? A four one k, a pension plan, Listen. pay metro card. Okay. Listen. Okay. Listen. Okay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but um, that's another thing too. I think people were just you. We, we was talking earlier. You know, moving out of in fear. You know. Move. Yeah, people project. That's why I kind of don't like the nine to five versus jumping you know bungee jumping entre- into entrepreneurship convo because i feel like most people talking are projecting mm-hmm. so they're only mm-hmm. speaking from i feel like a place of lack or a place of fear even some of the people that are so like anti nine to five and i because i don't agree with shaming people who are working nine to fives and doing their dream like I, I, that doesn't make sense to me right. And I don't have a nine to five, like I. But it we if it works for you, yes. Too, right? I'm like, like if that works for you, <laughs> that's amazing. Like, do that. You know some what I'm saying? Some people need like, a set schedule, and some, some people and can. Some people can exactly. And I'm what's like, your, so what is the problem? What's your dream like work environment? Obviously, you have your own agency. Question. So, like, what would be your dream? Yeah. So it's funny you ask that because. Um, little spooky for me but i've been what's the culture gonna be like in your office yeah so i've been mapping that out um i've always had like the the it's almost been something i couldn't describe before it was just like a feeling but i've been mapping out the office space and everything like that and the vibe is definitely carefree but about our business and i don't know (laughs) (laughs) if that is gonna make sense to everyone but it will absolutely make sense to the agents that will work there Mm -hmm. um i don't want it to be someplace that people don't want to come to I mean, you have your days, period. Right. Like, I have my days where I don't want to do nothing and I don't want to talk to nobody. That's human but nature. You, it's human nature. But you, you know, you know, there's a greater purpose. You know that it's still something you love. It's just like being in a relationship with somebody. You may not like them every single day, yep. but you love them. Girl, you ever so fuck somebody? Day, like, <laughs> you ever fuck somebody and then you look at them like, ew, you ugly. Like, well, I just do that. 
it could be your boyfriend. Like I, my ex, I definitely and was not like, with my boyfriend. That's a problem. No, if you, no. if you, you with the person I mean. and you I feel like that, I relate to that. No, I definitely had moments where I'm like making out with. This was my ex boyfriend. I was like making out with my ex boyfriend. I'm looking up at him like, like child, you was your mother's child. Like I'm Ooh. like not cute today. Not cute today to me. Like, I mean, I, don't I know think when you on. when you definitely start like falling out of love with somebody or you don't want to deal with them no more, that's definitely a thing. But <laughs> well, that's yeah. when I know. <laughs> I mean, in hindsight, yeah, that's when I know it's time to go. Oh, you said that was your ex, right? Right, yeah. (laughs) That's how you know it's time to go. I'm like, um, yeah. That's why I was like, wait, um, like, why am I letting you touch me? Because I think he looked the same the day before. He definitely did. People do start to look different though when their actions, like, you know, we don't like them. We don't like (laughs) them. Like, damn, I used to think you was so cute. And the vision ain't right. It ain't there yeah, no more. Take off you, the rose colored glasses, you know. and you can see everything now. Not digmatize them. You like, like damn. Whoa. Whoa. Never mind. You ain't. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Oh, but the vibe of the office, like, yeah, I want people to want to come to work, enjoy it. Um, I don't want to say too many details because it's going nope, to be so unique. Yeah, I mean, when you send me my. But, um, um, confirmation email about me getting hired i don't know you don't have to say everybody you don't have to tell everybody oh oh yeah. you're right She's just okay got you. got you got you got she you got you she was like yeah, y'all I'm should like see I her said, face her was face like, was like I was um send her an email? <laughs> no because i send so many emails. i'm like i sent her a confirmation she went her I, offer I, I, an event. Her I, I got you i like that okay the offer letter. yeah even that's gonna be fly you know what i'm saying yeah, it's gonna be real different but one thing is i'm definitely gonna have and if i see this in somebody's office i'm running up i'm just saying that but most people who know me know I really love cupcakes. Mm-hmm. And so one thing is definitely going to be cupcakes, fresh cupcakes in there every day. So if anybody comes to the office mm-hmm. or just anybody in the office, it's going to be cupcakes in there. Mm-hmm. We're going to have some options, some vegan cupcakes. We'll have some say away to regular cupcakes, stomach. some gluten-free. We're going we gonna to make, yeah. make it nice. But I want it to be a dope environment. I want it to be um, someplace that's not just dope for the people that work there. But for the clients that come there, I want kind of be a dope space in some way to serve the community um, that it's in, wherever that's going to be. Um, and I want the people that work there to grow. Mm-hmm. So a big part of them being there is um, whatever it is that they want to do, depending on the position, whatever it is that they want to do, however they see themselves, I want to create an environment where they can do that. I don't, I've noticed a difference between um, supervisors and leaders who kind of like keep people back in a Mm -hmm. sense where it's like, if you're here, you need to be all about this and this is it for the rest of your life. And I'm not going to promote you or help you grow because I don't want you to leave or be somewhere else. We know Kanye's over here. We don't let you grow. (laughs) (laughs) Versus supervisors who are like, hey, start here. We're dope. We want you here, but spread your wings like exactly. if you feel yeah. like you know so i think i'm ta- i'm gonna take a sum of the things that i loved about working in office and the things that i hated and try to create the perfect like mesh you're gonna be branching off like real quick a bunch of a new breed of agents that are gonna be and that's that's, gonna, that's what i want that's what that's you know you're contributing a lot thank you, you I, I just want to like make a shift it's less about me and my agency and like what the things that I'm going to be able to do because that's going to happen regardless I want to make a shift in just like the whole area the Mm -hmm. whole like nature of 
what I do and the whole like I just want to change the energy you know what I mean like I feel like I do that when I'm I join a team or I enter a space or I take on a project and I want to be able to duplicate that energy as much as possible yeah you know what I mean it's those would it's like brown to perfection would be one of those go-to places like I know that's in my field if I want to do marketing entertainment and event planning, that's one of the go-to places, a stable place to go to. Yeah. That's just going to instantly, like, that looks good on my resume. Yeah. Like, you work that's, there? That's, yeah. that's what I want. I want them to enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? Even if they leave and they go end up working somewhere else or opening up their own thing, like, dope. But I want, pe- like, I really love people. Mm-hmm. I love music and art, creativity. But my other love is people. So I want it to be a place also where people can grow. Like a... You know, almost like a damn academy. You know what I'm saying? A yeah. training room. Because there's certain places and certain fields that you work in. And you know that after you work there, you're good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you good. You could go anywhere in the world or do your own thing and you'll be fine. And there's not a lot of companies like that mm-hmm. right now. There are very few and far in between. But there's definitely very few in what I do. And there isn't one that does everything that I do that like you said is that kind of go-to company and it's like okay well you work there all right you good what's yeah, up okay exactly we, we trust it and and also you just feel good as a person people be leaving companies by force or just drain like right. saving yeah. it like this is I had to save my life <laughs> and I had to leave <laughs> I'm like I don't want that like I think that's terrible you spend most most people spend most of their waking life working so it shouldn't be such a horrible place, no, like a horrible experience. Like, damn, yeah. I don't. I, don't I think in also that. it's important to have leaders in positions that like allow people to feel free and open to help other people. Because I feel like people get in yeah. positions and they're like, all of a sudden they can't even text back because they think that you asking them for shit. And it's like, no, I just want to know how you, like, you know, how, how you doing. Or <laughs> oh, whatever, shit. right. It's like, I, I see that all the time, especially on social media. Like someone will announce that they got hired somewhere and then like you're just trying to say hi or like you, you're having another conversation months later. And it's like, damn, like, can we engage a little bit? I'm not asking for you to send yeah. my cover letter over there. Like, I'm just yeah. trying to talk to you. But I, I, I really hope that people like yourself get in contact with, you know, younger creatives out here and help them feel comfortable in their position mm-hmm. to be able to, you know, be open and not so closed off with talking to other creatives about, you know, how to level up you know how to do better or you know their own experiences like people leave jobs and they don't even be like oh i they, they don't even want to share an email you yeah. know what i mean like <laughs> you know i'm not telling like, you who i work for who's right. like eh, bitch i get that on linkedin stop also but, the yeah. people that you work for sometimes barely want to pass on more information yeah. to help you grow <laughs> once you <laughs> you you decide to leave like yeah i'm leaving the company do you know anybody in this such such place they're just like no like be like, yeah, you yeah people are or the experience is so bad that you just don't want to see them again <laughs> right so they'd be like yeah let me know if you need then you're like uh no thank you i'm like i don't need anything else from you like i need you to leave me that alone let me live my life yeah it's tough it's tough and to touch on the thing about like 
people feeling like or getting a little stush like when they get in a position of power it's hard because there's two sides of it too i think there is a side and there are people a lot of people who literally just hit people up because they want something oh yeah it's like it's a lot and when you're on that side of the coin where you're the person it's a lot to deal with and i myself struggle with like i'm like super nice and i want to help everybody but it's like time and time again, life shows me that I can't and maybe shouldn't. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's a hard thing. And everybody ain't as nice. And they like, leave me alone. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. what? Like, get out my phone kind of thing. But it is. There are a lot of people who are just like very one-sided. And I always try to encourage people. I understand you're trying to get it. You're trying to level up. You're trying to get to where you're going. But bring something to the table always. You never come or I was taught don't come to somebody's house like unless it was you know you ain't know or you really don't got it but try not to come to people's house if you come to somebody's house for dinner bring something right bring some we ain't ask you to bring a whole ham you could bring the plates you could bring plates you could bring napkins you could find a cheap bottle of wine or or ask the person do you at least ask do you need anything before i'm on my way you need anything like and that's it the person probably gonna say no but the fact that you offered instead of just coming and taking 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 Mm -hmm. means a lot and so it's like you i think before you ask somebody for something unless it's a a simple monetary exchange like they provide this and you're going to pay them for it i think you always need to bring something to the table or at least come asking the person how you can be of help to them also because it's a lot when people are constantly trying to take from you and you may be thinking like oh I just want to have a conversation but you're the 50th person Mm -hmm. who asks this person for a conversation and this person got to deal with the stuff that they do in real life which is why you want to talk to them they got to deal with their real life outside of work family spouse whatever like you never know what people got going on and it's like you you're asking them energy is currency so you're asking them for something too so i always tell people like if you really want to build relationships with people and not just be like opportunistic i think you should always bring some to the table or just simply ask somebody like is there anything that you need because maybe it's not something you could do for them but you may know somebody you may have a you may have come across something that could help them with what they're looking for and save them thousands of dollars in days and of years of time mm-hmm. like you never know so i always say that some people are just assholes i'm be real child <laughs> <laughs> but on the flip side i think um yeah it's this game is definitely a relationships game yep. and yeah that's my spiel about that yeah well we have to get up on out of here but let everyone know everything about where they can find more information on brown to perfection yourself if you want to share your socials with if you people. want people to say hi hey y'all you want um, people to offer you some paper plates <laughs> something <laughs> something actually i really like the plates at party city the look now um, <laughs> Yeah, you can find my personal pages are Janae Brown, J-U-N-A-E, brown like the color, um, on, yeah, everywhere, Instagram, Twitter. I do not use Facebook, and I really don't use that for family and high school people, so please don't add me on Facebook. I got <laughs> mad requests from people, like, <laughs> I just be looking, like, my on my every four months that I go on Facebook oh, yeah. so yeah, people know I'm alive. It's linked yeah. to IG now, so it's like, Yeah, no. I almost shared my story the other day, and I was like, no. <laughs> um, but Brown's Perfection Agency has a Facebook page. You can like us on there. And um, Instagram and Twitter, B, the number two, P, Agency. Um, I want to say thank you to you guys for having thank me. Thank you. You dropped fun. so many gems. Um, I know. 
I, I try. I really just talk too much. This has been a problem since I was in elementary school. They're like, no. she's well, so sweet. She's so smart, but she talks. She's so talkative. <laughs> so, yeah, that's you're my life. You're saying important stuff, though. So I yeah. try. You're not wasting the space for <laughs> giving everybody their currency. Uh, we just want to remind everyone to stay up to date with Dope Girl Dialect on Twitter and IG at Dope Girl Dialect. You can also hit our website, dopegirldialect.com. You can vi- visit all of our past episodes there. Mm-hmm. Um, also get to know our hosts. You know, we have our bios up there. Look, we got some cute ass pictures too. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> get with it. Um, also, we do have a monthly playlist. It's a Dope Girl Approved playlist on there as well. You can find us on spotify at dope girl dialect as well as the whole podcast on icn um indie creative network on spotify or itunes google play stitcher Ooh, that was um, a tongue feel a cast um <laughs> cast box all of the internet all of the internet that has radio capabilities a dot com a dot org we're there you know what i mean um find us there hashtag us at dgd pod to stay in the conversation and we want to know what you give a fuck about so yeah what <laughs> do you do with your us. balance work life all <laughs> yes that stuff. let us know what you do um to just stay motivated in this crazy world um hashtag occasionally hashtag. smoking weed in your leisure time is Girl, also okay as okay. long as you are utilizing your always time. That's the only thing that you all did. That you talk no, about because I think potheads get a bad rep because I'm not gonna lie, like a great chunk of them may <laughs> not do anything. Oh, they're just lazy. <laughs> but some people, you know, they went to school every day, they go to work every day, and they still smoke. Functional potheads. Functional potheads. Shout out to y'all. <laughs> you know? Shout out to y'all. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you guys on the next episode, y'all. We out. Bye.